Yeah, we were going to watch Alf, and then uh, we decided that we we're going to watch it the weekend instead. Alf, it's a bit old for that. Huh? Alf. Elf. 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 Oh fuck off! Not you as well. Elf. Oh, I have to love you. Well, learn how to talk properly, and maybe we won't have this problem. Oh fuck you! You and her. You, you and fuck, her. Fucking, fucking teaming up. You fucking scummer. You're fucking a week. Oh, fucking scummer. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom. As one half of the Omcast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Yeah. Tonight, in our Christmas special, we're talking about Fat Man, a Christmas dramedy <laughs> starring Walton Goggins and Mel Gibson and directed by Isham and Ian Nelms, brothers, I assume. Sure. Yeah. Why the hell not? Oh, um, okay. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and God uh, bless us, everyone. Maybe, maybe don't be like I don't know, a modern young person and, and have something to do with this film because Chris Kringle will be mad with you. Yeah, yeah, he will. Chris King will be very mad. Yeah, <laughs> he will. Um, although not as mad as I was expecting going into it, I have to say. So, um, yeah, so with the, with this film we're talking about, it's called Fat Man. And you may have seen the trailer for it because it went a little bit viral earlier in the year. It's basically, it's a Christmas black uh, comedy, although it's not as funny as I would have, I don't know if I would class it as a comedy. No. Um, but it's like this dark Christmas story about um, a kid who receives a lump of coal for Christmas and then decides to hire a hitman to go and kill Father Christmas. Father Christmas being played by Mel Gibson. <laughs> now, if that immediately yeah. sounds like something you'd be interested in, then let's talk about it. <laughs> like, if, that, if you're sold on that concept, you're probably going to have a good time. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's... um. Certainly, something, uh, something. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the perfect Christmas film for our times. I don't think it is. No, it is. I think it's. I think it's the year of the gas leak. Everything's shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's I, it. It screams that it, I. I don't know. I. I really don't know. Like, part of me likes this film, but part of me also hates this film. Really. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know, like, it's... So, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't really know where to go with this film because it's, it's this fucking bizarre, like, it's, it's, it's obviously a separate universe. Yeah. It it establishes fairly early on that this is not our world, doesn't it? Like, it's sort of... There's a lot of assumptions to be made. Like it's basically this is a world in which Santa is real and he's known to be real. Yeah. And people talk about it. You hear like uh, news reports. You hear like they have meetings. He has meetings with government officials and he has a contract with the government, um, yeah. which is based on the number of toys he produces. But that is also based on how many kids are naughty and nice. But it's just a yeah, known thing. Like everyone knows. Incumbent on his decision. Yeah. To produce these four American children. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's. Well, presumably American because he's speaking with an American accent. 
Yeah, well, I, I think he still does it worldwide um, because he talks about um, at one point they ask him, um, like, do, do all the elves speak English? And he said, well, to do what we do, they have to speak many languages. Uh, yeah. So all, I assume that it's still a worldwide thing, but there are so few kids out there that are actually good on, in the entire world population <laughs> yeah. that it's become like a futile enterprise and they can barely keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Because, and I think part of the reason I hate it is because it's so cynical and it exists. It is like the, but that doesn't make any darkest, sense to me because you love Krampus. It's the darkest timeline. Because, well, no, because Krampus is having fun with what it's doing. Everything in this is just like, it's like bills and court and like government contracts that are fucking you over because it's the government. So fuck you. You, you have to comply with their guidelines and, you know, he's just like, well, the fucking kid shot at me and he's just see, a miserable yeah. old man that's just jaded by the world and there's see, there's no optimism in it. No, Whereas see, I, I disagree. I, I think um I think there is optimism. I think basically what happens over the course of the film and and like I was expecting that. I was expecting it to be he's like a bad Santa type and he's a you know, he's a real piece of shit, really doesn't care, really hates everything. And he does start out like that. He's very jaded, but he's kind of melts throughout the film. So that by the time you get to the the big sort of showdown that he has, he's kind of, he's back to his old self. And that, and that a lot of that is through the relationship with his wife. With Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he had, they gave him a wife to begin with and she like grounds him and sort of brings him back to himself. And there's like, yeah. like a really nice scene where she, like, she shows him all these, um, or she just leaves out in the, in the barn. For she leaves, leaves a file. Yeah. Of all she's got files of the kids that where he gave them a, a present and then look what they grew up to be. And like, and so, he, and also, like, even the government guys, like, I was expecting them to turn on him and like start exploiting the, the elves and just be real bastards. But even they're not bad; they're all right. Like the 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 yeah. um the guy, the major Connors or whatever his name is, the the main leader of the military group who end up up there, is uh, he's quite nice. He's quite amenable. He's <laughs> quite like talking to them about how elves eat and like, having a conversation with them. It's like, oh, he's not a piece of shit. That, so, that was yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like it could have been more cynical. It could have been like that. It could have been everyone's yeah, bastard. But really, there are only two real horrible people in the whole film, and they are the kid and Walton Goggins. <laughs> yeah. Everyone the else un- is actually unnamed, all right. I think. Uh he's Billy. I think they call him Billy. Okay. The kid. Um Oh not the kid, no. Um Oh Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, yeah. I think um, he's No, he does get by by Santa at the end, he he calls him out, doesn't he, by his name. Because oh, that's the yeah. other thing. It's like Santa kind of, he knows Santa's everybody. Ma- magic. Yeah, he can just look at someone. He knows their entire life story. knows everything about them. Knows, yeah. He knows if they've been bad or good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, like, I, I, like I do, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't actually hate this film, but there's right. a part of me, that's, there's a part of me that wants to. Yeah, I know. I, for me, there was, like, there was a moment towards the end. Now, maybe we'll do it in a post-spoiler thing, where I was like, no, nah, this is too dark. This is too real and nasty. I don't like it, um, but they kind of clawed mm. it back a little bit. Um, but like I say, if everyone had been a bastard, like if Santa had been just as big a bastard and arsehole as the guy trying to kill him, then I agree. It would have been like, well, this is just not fun to watch. Yeah. But the fact that they kind of redeemed him and brought him back. Um, and annoyingly, the, and we talked about this a little bit off air, but we can talk about it now. Annoyingly, um, Mel Gibson's really good. <laughs> Yeah, he's great. That, proposes, like, that that raises a problem because yeah, he's well, he's 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 a pretty shit person. Yeah, 
by all, by most accounts. Mm. You know, by the fact that you know he's like an abusive partner, he's a violently vociferous anti-Semite, and yeah, like I want him to have some sort of redemption because yeah. he's great in certain things. Yeah. But and yeah, yeah, and but he's great in this. Like and again it's another one of those things that means that you know early on it sort of sets it out that he does have heart. Like when he's he has to take this government contract to keep the lights on. But as he's delivering that news to the elves, he's like he's like welling up and feeling as like God I wish there was another way. And he's finding it really really difficult. And it's a really good performance. Um Yeah. But it also speaks to the fact that there is some, you know, he's not completely the the piece of shit that you thought he was. And also the trailers made it out that that was going to be the case as well, that he was going to be this gnarled, grizzled old, like, I was thinking like it was a Billy Bob Thornton, Bad Santa type, but for real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a mixture of Billy Bob Thornton and Tim Allen, and, the, and you end up with this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, just, I mean, one thing I would say about the, like, the casting of, the casting of Mel Gibson kind of works to its yeah. favor in this because it, he is like this, you know, for lack of a better term. And I don't, you know, I don't want to say this about like Santa Claus, Father Christmas sort of thing, but like he's like a jaded, washed up, like fed up old man. Yeah. And you're just like, well, you've kind of nailed the casting because. I see this yeah. guy is a miserable old fucker. I'll tell you what would have been perfect and it probably would have solved all these problems. You just do the exact same film, cast Harrison Ford. Yeah. Done. Yeah. If you want a jaded, angry old man, that, that is it. Do you know what I mean? Just eye-rolling at everything and just being like like walking in. Like He's not reacting to the fact that he's being shot. He's just annoyed. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um... But like I say, I think oh, yeah, a lot of it. What's, what's up, Grandpa? Oh, fucking kid. fuck you! God yeah. damn it, the kid shot at me again. Yeah, but like even that, he sort of just rolls with it a little bit. He sort of says, "Ah, oh, yeah, they shot," and so he goes, "Ah, oh, fine, I have to take the government contracts and just deals with it." And then like as he, yeah, he just softens up and and it's all right. Meanwhile, <laughs> you've got the other story going on with Walter Goggins and the kid. <clears throat> Walter yeah. Goggins is brilliant in this as well. He's great in everything, but he's fucking brilliant in this. He's so good. <laughs> He's just a minute. He's just this absolutely like psychopathic driven. Um, it's kind of stereotypical um, hitman, you know, where everything's like very meticulous and, and he's very direct yeah. and, and, you know, hates talking to people. Um, just, a, just a real piece Kill, of shit. Kills everyone that he comes across for no particular, if he can, yeah, just because he can and he wants to. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Walton Goggins plays him pretty perfectly. Yeah. He's great. He's, he's brilliant. Because he always has been. And like, yeah, I just, the thing with what I'm going is like, I want him to, I think, and this shows a little bit of it. I want him to play like a proper villain in something, not just because he's, he's played yeah. villains in, you know, like blockbuster films. Like he's been, he was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was in Tomb Raider, but he's like standard Hollywood bad guy. Like nothing particularly yeah. special about him. I think he's better Or tongue in cheek. Yeah. I think well, you know what you should watch? You should watch the uh, TV show Justified. Justified, yeah. I know he's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's like the primary antagonist in that show and he's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, like he is multi-layered, evil, but some, and then there's parts of it and you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe he's not completely gone. 
sort of thing. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. I, I, want, I, want him, I want him to play like sort of like being in like a David Fincher film or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That kind of level. I think he's got that in him. Um, but the, he's great in this anyway. And like, that's the thing. Like, there are moments with his character where it's funny. Like, some, some of the lines he comes yeah. out with are funny, but it's just like, I don't know if I'm meant to be laughing at this or not because it's really dark. Yeah. I think it's like a tragic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> just, but just like, like the scene he has in the, in the pet shop. With a woman trying to sell him a snake. Like, yeah, yeah. But also, so one thing that we should say about this, like the primary motivation for Walton Goggins' character is that um, when he was a child, he didn't get what he wanted from Father Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes after it. But and... like, they, they have set up this, <laughs> this world in which kids get toys from Father Christmas and they have these little plaques on the bottom of them that says, Made in Santa's Workshop. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that he like we set up very early on in the movie that he's like a collector of these toys um, from the other children have got and he'd like so he's like he's trying to fleece this guy out of his a baseball bat that he got given as a kid um, and give him like $200 for it or something stupid and it's like how much is your childhood dream worth it's like just being a real yeah. piece of shit so yeah, I'll give you $900 or you can fuck off <laughs> such an arsehole <laughs> and it comes it up to such- he just comes up to the kid in the um, driveway, isn't he? He's like, you know what I got up for Christmas when I was your age? And he just shows the burn marks on his arm where he was like, <laughs> you never forget the smell of burning flesh and menthols. Yeah. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Smoke up, Johnny. Did <laughs> so we get it? Yeah. You, yeah. You fucked. Yeah. I think the problem is that it, it's, it has these funny moments, but it's so straight faced and so like, mm. it takes itself so seriously that they don't land properly. Like it doesn't have the, yeah, the, you're, you're meant to be laughing or you're meant to, it's meant to be like, like a dark comedy, but yeah, it's all I just played deadly serious by everybody. Would have landed better if it was, if this wasn't the year that it had been. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of kind of what I mean by it being perfect for this year, because. This oh yeah. Fun. Like <laughs> it's definitely come out in the right year for it to come out but i think it would have been better received and i think it would have been i think people would understand it a bit better and be like ha this is funny because christmas is a fun time this is this is christmas isn't yeah it's an anti-christmas film in a lot of ways isn't it but then yeah like i said it still manages to keep that you know not all all hope is not lost by the end of it and that is all because of the because of like the Chris is uh, so it's Chris is Chris Kringle who is played by Mel Gibson um, and yeah. he goes through that character arc whereby he sort of rediscovers his Christmas spirit and he says yeah I had to make a compromise to keep the factory open but you know we're going to rebuild we're going to make it even better than ever and and it sort of ends on a positive note about Christmas and it's like yeah I feel like a more nihilistic film would have just been like like if again I don't want to spoil it too much um but there's a particular moment where if they had decided to end it that way then i feel like i would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot yeah. less i would have been yeah same. i would have struggled with it um but they didn't um and they set it up perfectly all the way through um i just to be honest i really like the world that they built <laughs> yeah yeah i want to see more i want i like the idea like i like i always like it when you see a um a different interpretation of like the Santa mythos or whatever, you know, you get things like, you know, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen and, and, and then like mm-hmm. you know, Miracle on 34th Street. This is a completely unique take on the whole thing. 
Um, and it's great. I really enjoyed it. It's like, right, yeah, so he exists. He's subsidized by the American government because they need his Christmas spirit to generate holiday spending. Um, yeah. But if he didn't exist, then there's like, you understand what you would happen if you put us out of business, like all of Christmas would crumble. Um, so like the practicalities of actually running Christmas. Um, but then also this, this idea that there are kids out there who actually get these presents and they're these really special sought after things that have got this plaque on them. Um, I think it's a really cool idea. I like it. It is. Yeah. I really like it. It's just like, I think the grim dark, um, I don't know, like the grim dark world that it is could have done with a little bit more something, a little, a little I don't know, a little yeah. something more to give it a bit of a. Yeah, like the elves lift. are great. <laughs> I think the elves are brilliant. Yeah, like the like... elves are brilliant and they're like typically like, they're like super naive, but at the same time, they're like very, very clever. Oh, yeah, they're like, it's they're... all about optimization. They're like the most optimal, like everything's about, oh, yeah. no, well, every elf takes a 20 minute nap every eight hours. And says, well, how long can you keep that going? Indefinitely. We've been doing yeah. it for 2,000 years or something crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, we eat nothing but sugar and carbs. Yeah. Um, Refined sugar and carbohydrates. And it's yeah. like, it's the most efficient way of fueling ourselves. You're like, oh, okay. Fuck. Um, yeah, it's just that. But like, yeah, they've, they've thought it all out. Everyone has a number. We never reissue numbers because that would be disrespectful but like there are like these little glimpses of like the sort of the night the lighter side like they all have uh jingle bells on their on their um yeah on their <laughs> shoes that they wear but then like the u.s military have to cut them all off because they would set off the metal detectors <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is brilliant like but like again that was a point when i was like oh god they're gonna be like now i can just see it's gonna get to a point where they're like they're the, the military guys are looking over them with guns and the, all the elves are being forced to work like, you know, ridiculously long shifts and they're going to, and then Chris is going to have to step. I was like, no, nah, none of that. No. The soldiers aren't the bad guys, really. They're just, they, you know, it, it was, it was a necessary evil. They came in, um, they tried to protect them. They didn't do a very good job. Um, no, but like, again, like the captain bloke was willing to lay his life down. Do you know what I mean? To, to protect us. I'm getting you guys out of here and like taking fire when everything kicks off. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. So not everyone's a piece of shit then. Okay. So it's, yeah. And it's like, it's not like, not everybody in this universe like hates one another. And it's, it's, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I think it's like, I think this year has made it yeah. suffer a bit more in my mind yeah. because of obviously what's happening in the world at the moment. And, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well, we finally made it to the end of the year. Finally made it. Yeah. I need to watch Muppet Christmas Carol. And you're like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Like this, this, like, I, do, I don't think this should be like, I will probably end up putting this into my rotation as a Christmas movie I'll watch, but alongside the likes of Muppet Christmas Carol and Elf yeah. and, the, and the, not, the light, nice one. But just to throw in a couple yeah. of dark ones, like, you know, like this and Krampus. Just to mix yeah, it up I mean, that, like, those are like, like I was saying about sort of my 25 days of Christmas that I do, yeah. or 25 films of Christmas that I do almost every year. So I try and watch at least one Christmas film a day. Mm. Um, and if I can't do one, I'll make it up on another day. And mm. then, um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, I think I'll add Fat Man to like my long list that I've got. And then I go through and sort of make a short list 
uh, as I get closer to it and then start pulling things through. And I'm like, right, I've got like, normally I've got about sort of 60 odd films in there. And then I narrow it down to about 30 and then I just sort of go through because then I'm not too like stymied in and I'll have to watch this film on this day and I have to watch this on this day and stuff. But I think this is definitely going to be in circulation because like Krampus again, for example, is like um, one of the reasons I like that is because it's like a grim fairy tale. Yeah. Because it is sort of a lesson in morality about if you lose your Christmas spirit, yeah, whereas you know? this is a lot, hell of a lot more real and it's therefore not yeah. quite as fun. Um, exactly. And it's yeah. like Father Christmas like riding around with a 1911 in his pocket. And, <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, because people are going to... It's realistic. People are going to try and shoot him. <laughs> of course they are. This is America. You think you can, yeah. fly, you can fly anywhere around here without getting shot at? Of course you can get shot at. <laughs> you can't, you're lucky it's not blitzing you'd rip your junk right off <laughs> that one that bit did get me because um, it's just like just like that they're really mean um, yeah and I, just, I like the yeah there's again we'll, we'll get we'll do a little spoiler tag and talk about it but I like they, they set up some stuff like early on like when he's at the bar and he just talks to the, the bloke and gets yeah. him to go home to his kids yeah Again, he's like even that. Even then, there's so like, much unexplored in there. Yeah, but that's what—that's another reason why like, I would I, I would want to see work. more of this. I want to see more yeah. of, like the idea that he knows everybody and like these these little like these little aside comments that, that never get explored. Though, like, yeah, like one of the government guys turns up and he goes, "I was a little touch and go there for a while, wasn't it?" And yeah. he just looks in like the fuck and sort of backs up a little bit, and he's just like. <laughs> Yeah, this is that's it never gets explored, never gets picked up again. But it's like, fuck, this guy knows everything about everybody, um, and the, what he could do with that. But again, instead of a more cynical film, would have had him just sort of look over at the guy who's about to cheat on his wife, and just sort of or like go off on him and like and get really shitty about it, or just like go or resign to the fact that everyone's a piece of shit. But instead, he goes over and uses his power to sort of go, you don't want to do this, mate. You want to go home if you drive now you can be home with your kids and, and, yeah. and, and guilts him and, but uses his power for good sort of thing. And that's at the beginning of the movie when he's his, at his most cynical and at his most fuck the world sort of thing. And he's still doing good. So that's, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I, that's the thing that and I think that's another thing that sort of is niggling me a little is that his, attitude like the things that they could have done with father christmas like the mythos that they built and the world that they built with that felt a little bit underutilized like yeah i think part of the issue like they, they built all short. of this they built all of this towards a gunfight yeah and they're like and oh he's it. this and he's this he's this and then there's a gunfight and then it's over yeah and you just go well hang on what what's what what, what have we learned here like, what's going on here what's yeah, no, it's true. kind of like it was. Yeah, it yeah, felt no, like true. the the original thought was, "What if a hitman went after Father Christmas?" And you went, "That's a really good idea." And then they actually had a series of very good ideas afterwards about how to build a mythos of Father Christmas. It, all that, all that they felt they had a really good idea and just slapped on the assassination storyline, mm. rather than uh, you know 
I don't know. Like, there's so much more that could have been done with it. Like, there's there's so much more that could have been explored. It's a very short film. It's like an hour and thirty-six minutes or something. Yeah, I feel like it could have done with an extra half an hour, honestly, just to flesh things out, uh, like saying, yeah. or you know, build up. Um, have some sort. Of, oh, excuse me. Have some sort of inevitability. Build some tension around it because, like, we knew that there was this was going to happen. Yeah. You know? And like when we saw the trailer, the trailer felt like, uh, and I know I say it a lot, but it feels like it felt didn't feel like a real film. Yeah, it looked like one of those ones from um, what was it, the Grindhouse? Like last action, yeah, like Grindhouse or like that you'll see in like Last Action Hero, like a poster for it on the wall. Yeah, and like Arnold Schwarzenegger is Paul Blood, Mulcarp Nine, yeah. and, you know, and stuff like that. Or Tug Speedman, here we go again, yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, exactly um but yeah i think like it is fun and for what it is but i think there's a lot of wasted potential in there yeah true like i would i would love i think to... if you're going to sit down with your buddies at christmas and have a few beers in front of a film like this is kind of the laddie equivalent yeah, well, like, if, that's you're almost... what, if you're bored of die hard yeah exactly watch that's, that, man. that's a good idea that's a good shout yeah if you if you want a christmas a dark a christmas action film in the same sense as as um as die hard then this is another one's going yeah. and like you say if you've seen that you see die hard every single year um yeah um uh, and the other thing to sort of shout out as well before we get into spoilers is the kid yeah great performance because he's an absolute monster <laughs> <laughs> I've never yeah. seen him anything before. Yeah, I think he's an evil you... little fucker, and you just want to smack him in the face. Yeah, and it's all just like, and but again, like it raises so many questions with him that they could have explored more. Like, where's his dad? What yeah. the fuck's going on with that? I thought there was going to be some big reveal about who his dad was at the end or whatever, but they never really explored that. And the same with, um, like, his mother's never mentioned. Like, yeah. that's that's never an option. And then, and even uh, what's going on? We find out a little bit about his backstory, but not everything. Um, and again, if you just let everything breathe a little bit, you could have had some flashbacks and, you know, actually f- flesh out that character a little bit more. And I think it would yeah. have been better if you, you just let it be a full two hour movie. And, you know, you, there's but enough. Even substance. 15 minutes would have. Yeah. There's enough substance given, there to, to yeah. warrant that from all the characters, I think. From, you know, you could, you know, go back and you could show all kinds of stuff from every different yeah. perspective. Um, and that's it, because it's like, it does take. Walton Goggins fucking ages to get there. You're yeah. like, I get it. Like you're you're doing an excellent job at showing us like the progression of time and like the difficulty that he's going to to get here and to find this out. <clears throat> but there's not enough like explorative circumstances in this. Like it's Walton Goggins traveling for half an hour. Um, yeah, something like that. And yeah, but yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. it's good. It's like I said, yeah. If you don't, if you're fed up and die hard, watch Fat Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I really enjoyed the world they built. I thought the performances all around are great. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to sort of say there's another Christmas film to add to the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's do a little bit of a spoiler tag and talk about what happens at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, that's the point. I think we were both. I was skirting around it. Obviously, when he just shot him in the head, that's where I was just like, "Oh, yeah. this is too much. This is too dark. This is too grim. I don't like it." <laughs> like, like, if that's the because again, you you grow to like 
Chris over the course of the movie. Yeah. Because, because he, 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 he softens and you also you get over your initial, oh, it's Mel Gibson. Or at least I did anyway. Mm. And that's the thing, like, he becomes, goes from like an arsehole to like a curmudgeon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, you're like, oh, okay, he's just a grumpy old man. And, and then you do sort of, but I genuinely thought that it, this was going to be a Santa Claus thing. Right. I thought that he was going to kill him. What and then become the new Santa? And then he would be, and the, yeah, and then he would like walk <laughs> away and like start scratching his chin. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> he becomes the new Santa and he's this fucking absolute lunatic assassin. Yeah, um, yeah, that would that would and have been that's amazing. Why Mel Gibson is like so good at shooting and fighting and yeah, all of this sort of stuff, you know. But even that, like, they hint at that and they put that line in the trailer it was about you know the guy comes with, he goes, um, you know, I've come for your head. And he goes, what, you think you're the first? You mm. think I got this job by being fat and jolly? And it's like, I mean, you're not even that fat. And you're definitely not jolly. So you're, not jolly. <laughs> you're certainly not jolly. And, you, and you're sort of just an average middle-aged man. A little bit yeah, overweight. You're Hollywood fat, which is yeah. not slightly bigger than normal man. Yeah. So, and also, yeah. And that also implies that you're the first to come. And so some other people have been after him over the years. So again, that would have been a great like opening scene like you know christmas 1910 and it's like some guy with a musket trying to kill, <laughs> trying to kill him and he just and just set up that santa's a badass and then we get that paid off right at the very end mm. because here we go you know almost 100 years later there's someone trying to come after him again <laughs> Do you know what I mean? um yeah so i get like I've, i just wish they'd done more like I, I, I was just left wanting more um yeah i wanted to see more of that and then obviously the the point that they leave off at the very end of the movie is that he comes to the kid who sent the assassin um and threatens him basically and that is an amazing <laughs> scene that whole scene is unreal he's fucking terrifying just this gnarled up mel gibson yeah this gnarled up mel gibson with one eye just staring at him with this crazy look in his one eye that you can see because the other eye has been blown out and then they take all the bandages off so you can see the, the fucking wound that's still festering. <laughs> it's like, fat man's got his eye on you. And it's like, you will understand <laughs> the consequence of your actions. And all this, like, this amazing fucking speech he gives him. Like, if, if you do anything, or like, you know, you make anyone feel lesser than you, then I'll come for you in the night sort of thing. Um, because you've seen throughout this movie, this kid's been an absolute prick to like the staff who run his house. Yeah, because he's got like these. For whatever reason, the kid is like obviously comes from money. His fat, his dad and his mum are just completely out of the picture, and he just lives in his house with his grandma. But his grandma have, and like the waiting staff. Yeah, but the waiting like he has a driver, he has like a a maid, he has all these different stuff. But he just talks to all like every interaction he has with them is like talking to them like they're an absolute piece of shit. And then at the end, Santa yeah. turns up and calls him on it and says, "If you ever do anything like that again, make people feel shit about themselves." I'm going to come for you. If anything happens to your nan, I'm going to come for you. Like, like, because he tries to like dose his nan up with like fentanyl, doesn't he? Yeah, because she discovers. Yes, because she she's on the phone. She has discovered that he's been paying for everything, including his assassin that he's been hiring to do things like with her checks by forging her signature. Um, And he hires this assassin guy to do things like kidnap the little girl who beat you in the science contest so he can threaten her with a car battery 
Yeah. It's fucking Because I presumed he was like the son of like a mafia boss or something. Yeah, again, that's that's a fair assumption to make, but we never got into it. We never found out. Mm. Um, so again, that would have been something they could have done at the very end. It could have been, you know, Santa visits the kid, but then he goes and sees the father as well. Yeah. Or just like, or just kills the father. <laughs> just flat out kills him. <laughs> Um, but again, Your like, daddy's it, it, been a very bad boy. boy yeah. He's on the naughty list. Um, yeah. Have you seen um, uh, Rare Exports? No. No, you asked me this the other day. Yeah, Rare Exports is like a, it's a Finnish film that's like similar to Krampus. Yeah. But it's like, like a lot more of like a slow burn like character like tongue-in-cheek um sort of rather than krampus which is like cartoon-esque yeah um dark fairy tale whereas this is like the, the an extra step onward from from those yeah but like it deals with a lot of stuff in like the, a very similar way mm. so um i thought that they could have done something along those lines where they're like oh the, there's um, all these different Santas. Yeah. So, like in rare exports, like Krampus is like the main. He's the anti-Santa, isn't he? He's like the. Yeah, but he's like the main one. And what we see is like so, like the old man with the long beard, the bald head. Yeah, the, uh, Santa's the... little helpers. Oh, okay. And there's, there, and there's hundreds of them. Right. Which is why they get around to everyone's houses and stuff like that. And that's also yeah why there's always there's one in every mall in America. Yeah. But then they they but they they can't talk and they're all like they're like driven to sort of child, like drawn to children. Okay. And it's like because it's obviously again like dark fairy tale, like very similar. But I thought they were going to do something like that. Like he was going to be like this. He was like the American one maybe or. Yeah. Which is why he's like so handy with like you know, he's, he's like oh I'm not like that British guy. <laughs> yeah, they could like have done that. Like, like, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not Father Christmas. I'm Santa Claus. Yeah. Look, I I would love. Um, don't get me wrong. I would love a um, Spider Verse style movie where all these Father <laughs> Christmases have to fight. I want Tim Allen versus Mel Gibson. Tim Allen versus, and do you know who the British Father Christmas should be? Well, it would be Dickie Amber, but he's dead. No. Ray Winston. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. In the, no, Ray... in the, Fat, Man, in the Fat Man universe, it's oh, Ray yeah. Winston. Oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's... Um... Oi, prick. Listen. <laughs> no, I love the... No, Ray Winston is the you Easter don't leave bunny. cookies over here. You know what we have over here? Scampy crisps. <laughs> My favourite. <laughs> You did Can't all that just that he, I, I, you just did all that just so you could do your Ray Winston impression, didn't you? No, that wasn't my very that wasn't my way Ray Winston impression. I got stage fright, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like in like a British version would have that would have definitely 100%. been Ray. Winston. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, yeah, right. you're right. Um, but like, yeah, I, well, no, Ray Winston. I just want him to be like the Easter Bunny or something, just really out of left field that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, who are you? I'm the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Tooth Fairy, you know. I'm not your fucking teeth he's, he's still wearing, he's still wearing like his camel, camel skin coat. But it's like when he opens it up, rather than having watches inside, it's just rows of teeth. <laughs> uh, what, 
Why do you even like this? I like them, all right. Look, he's a living, all right? It's what I like. Don't judge me. <laughs> Save me back in one. I'll have your chummers out in RP, mate. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, um, yeah, Fat Man. Like, I would like, like that. Again, I want to see more of that because he's like, he, the, the corner that he turns at the end is that he goes, I'm going to be more proactive. And I'm going to, rather than just lamenting at how bad kids are, I'm going to use my power to straighten them out. <laughs> so he yeah. like uh, you know at the beginning of the movie he was hearing the like, news reports about kids dropping bo- bowling balls off bridges and stuff like this and he's just like rolling he's like oh god how awful is everything and now at the end of the movie the the, the corner he's turned is i'm going to start being more proactive so i'm going to go out to these kids and rather than just ignoring them or giving them a, yeah. a lump of coal i'm going to scare them straight i'm like i want to see more of that <laughs> i want to see like yeah that santa claus movie yeah <laughs> like yeah there like there's a there's a part of me inside that's like I don't want to see that, but then there's a part of me inside that's like I definitely want to see that. Yeah. I definitely I definitely want to see like Father Christmas driving a hundred miles an hour in Walton Goggins' muscle car, holding yeah. a child out the window. Yeah, being like, exactly. how do you like it? You did it to your kitty. Exactly. That's the that is the the Father Christmas this world needs because the kids are arseholes. Like it's right. It like it makes sense. Everyone's arseholes. That's yeah, I know. The, the kids, the kids are like they're ungrateful little shits. And like even now, I say that, but like the the kids that we we hear about these awful children, and we obviously see one in the main character who gets scared, scared straight at the end. But we also the any other kid that we meet in the movie is a good kid. Yeah. Exactly. We and you know you get the you get the uh, the files on the you know the good kids that he's helped in the past. You get the little boy that Wilson Goggins like threatens and takes his toy off him again. He had a toy from Santa, so presumably he's a good kid. Yeah, and you get the little girl who beat um, Billy at the science fair, um, and she's a good kid, and she's going to get a, um, a present from Santa. So it's like it's not as bad as you're making it like it's another one of those like a little comment on like media sensationalization i guess a little bit yeah it's like because all, all these horrible things you're hearing are just things that you're hearing about you don't see any of it if you go out into the real world people aren't actually that bad mm-hmm. um and there's a little bit of that and like again it even plays on our own prejudices like that because you assume that the u.s military are going to be ourselves and it turns out no they're fine they're just doing the job <laughs> yeah like, it's like okay all right you got me well, I'm moving. Well, yeah. yeah. Now I'm the shit. Well, yeah. Now I feel like an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah, that is the the thing to say as well that I I did struggle with is that the whole shootout scene towards the back end mm. when he turns up, it's difficult because it feels too real. It feels yeah. like an active shooter event at a school or something. In do you know what I mean? It feels like mm-hmm. oh shit. And, it, and it's like, yeah. it's, it's scary. And it's like, this isn't fun anymore. I'm not having fun. And then the culmination of that is... a guy that's just, just talked his way in. Yeah. In a really frightening way. Yeah. And he just... And he, going like, oh. He's got himself all yeah. this gear and he's like, yeah, and he's all... And then there's, there's also like the hanging thread that they leave, which is like the kid was potentially about to call off the hit. Like he, he's ringing him as he's about to go in and he just ignores the phone call and goes in anyway. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it, it, this isn't about a job anymore because this guy just fucking hates Santa and he's here to kill everybody. Mm. Yeah, it's fucked. <sighs> yeah, it's troubling. Like some of the stuff that hangs on with it, it's, it's similar to like, um, 
some of the messages are sort of carried by like Joker. Yeah. You know, and you're like, do you really want to be doing that? Do you really want to rally a people, a, you know, a whole generation of people that are sick because of mental health issues and telling them that violence is the right thing? Or yeah, well, is I it like, are we, are we praising this? Are we, are we enjoying the fact that we're about to see elves shot? But they you don't. That's, that's the thing. They never go. They they threaten it, but it never actually happens. Like you know, at no point yeah. do any of the elves actually get shot. That never happens. No. Um, and the thing with him as well, he gets his comeuppance. He's not held up as a hero. He's dead at the end of the movie. He's dead, and Chris continues. So it's not. I feel like it, less so than Joker because Joker is like by the end of that movie, he's like everyone's cheering him on. And he's standing on top of a cop car, and he's so you know he's the fucking being praised. Yeah, exactly. He's the incel messiah, isn't he? Whereas Walter yeah. Goggins' character is just a piece of shit. Everyone tells him he's a piece of shit and he dies like a piece of shit alone in the cold. And Chris yeah. goes on to be a better person. So he wins. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 It is, it, and yeah, it is fun. It's just that I, don't, I think our analysis is more analysis than anybody that was making it put into it. I don't know. I think, they, they, had, I think they had fun with it and I think that was it. I don't think they, you know, like, and and I think it's deservedly so. It is fun. It's fun. It's stupid. It's you know, it's it's probably come out at the wrong time. Yeah, and it just I think it wasn't as if it had come out like last last Christmas. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, I think it would have. I don't become know. A, I think it's like it probably will. I still think become a bit of a cult classic in a way. Yeah, just because I think it's just because it's. How mental it is, and how it like again that the the time they spend in building the world, and having they're like this is how the rules of this world work, and all the rest of it. It felt, I'll tell you what, it felt like a little bit to me as well as that it felt like it could have been like a John Wick movie. Yeah, like the way they have the coins in John Wick is like very similar to the you know the the, the plates that you get in this. Like there's a there's a currency that what there's an underground network of things that happen, and like you yeah. could, this quite yeah. easily could have been a. Like they could have just switched out Walton Goggins with um, Keanu Reeves and said, "Oh yeah, this is a John Wick prequel," <laughs> or John Wick Four when he gets he gets hired to go after Santa Claus because he's he's not retired <laughs> anymore. Mm, yeah, I don't think he would. I think John's <sighs> better than that. Well, I could now he is, but I feel like you know maybe yeah, like say a prequel. Oh, that's why he's the Baba Yaga. He's the Baba Yaga. They send the Baba Yaga to kill Santa Claus. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> Um. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, I think we've probably talked this one to death, haven't we? Yes, <laughs> we um, definitely have. Yeah, but you've so gotten really quiet. Oh, there we go. Sorry, okay. you got really quiet for a second there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's Fat Man. Um, a Christmas movie for our times. Uh, like I say, and I think that's the best. The best sort of thing we can sum up with. If you're bored of Die Hard, give it a shot. <laughs> That's that's yeah. that's a great way of putting it, actually. Yeah. Um, so we'll leave it at that. Um, we will be back. We're hoping to go and see an actual goddamn movie at the cinema <laughs> this this week. Um, Good lord! I know. Um, so we're going to go and see hopefully Wonder Woman, the new uh, Wonder Woman uh, sequel, uh, and we'll be able to bring you a review of that before the end of the year. Um, and then other That'd than that, be nice, we'll, wouldn't it? New it film. And yeah, new film. New film at and cinema. at the cinema. And then on top of that, we're also getting our season finales for the tv shows that we've been covering over the last couple of months fuck yeah we are so we're going to get um yeah the the season finale of mandalorian 
and also the season finale of his dark materials and all of that is happening over a three-day period so um we've we've got a lot of stuff to do um yeah but we will churn it out and get it all out to you guys by the end of the year um and thank you for listening to us thank you for continuing to support us it's been difficult <laughs> this yeah, year not, keep, not been easy i know we're ticking we've... along <laughs> yeah but thank you for sort of sticking with us we really do appreciate it like yeah you know it's not just you know one of the reasons that we do this is because we've had a lot of good feedback from people you know people people have told us that they enjoy listening to the show and you know people not just from not just that we know but from quite far away and further afield as well um so one of our international listeners readers thanks yeah you almost Uh, called them listeners then ah uh nearly did but they're not they are our readers absolutely but yeah um and thank you for everyone to listening this year really it's um especially sort of as a christmas episode thought thought it'd be nice to be a little bit grateful for all you fuckers that are out there and download us every week and binge or binge listen or catch up and just generally help us out with our downloads yeah nice yeah keeps us what we're doing what we're doing and make sure that we still hang out and don't disappear off the face of the earth yeah because what are we if we're podcasters with no audience yeah think about that so what is the sound of one hand clapping yeah for trees falls in the woods is anyone no one's there to listen does it make a sound yeah of course it does yes, it does <laughs> of course it does because it's it physics does. physics vibration you're an idiot anyway right <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That's great. Yeah. So maybe I overthought. Maybe I thought about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. But that's all, that's yeah. almost exclusively what I do for a living. <laughs> yeah. That's, Overthink things. That's that's just you. Are you, are you overanalyzing it? I might be. Yeah. <laughs> am I? I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. Maybe maybe it's too much. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Do you think, it's, do you think it's enough? <laughs> do you think it is enough? Oh, no, I don't know if it is. Oh, I might need another opinion. Should, should I get third opinion or fourth opinion? Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start texting people. Who should I text? No, they wouldn't understand. Oh, God, what should I do? Can you stop um, perfectly replicating my inner monologue, please? <laughs> it's quite unsettling. <laughs>